When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hello everyone, welcome to a special Christmas edition of Inside Arsenal Extra Time. You're watching this on Christmas Day, slight disclaimer, we're not recording this on Christmas Day. Both of us got pretty jam-packed schedules at the moment, so we've at the very last minute managed to squeeze in about half an hour or so now, James, to uh, to record this. It's going to be a review of Arsenal in 2023, it's going out on Christmas Day. So on that note, happy Christmas mate, I hope you're Getting all the presents that uh, you asked for on your Christmas list. I hope you are too. Happy Christmas, mate. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I mean, the excitement right now is we're only three in this world. We're only three days away from Arsenal West Ham. I mean, I presume that. Well, Arsenal and and we've have... just beaten Liverpool seven 0 at Anfield yeah. and got, got rid of the Anfield hoodoo. Unbelievable! I, I can't believe Virgil Van Dijk decided to kick the ball into his own net three times. What a brilliant last round of fixtures before Christmas. <laughs> Arsenal winning 7 0 at Anfield, Tottenham losing, Man City losing, Villa losing. Pep's resigned. I know. <laughs> Who could ask for a better Christmas present than that? Than that. Of course, we jest, but hopefully, all of that has happened in the uh, the days since we've recorded this. But look, we are going to get together now, mate, and do a sort of review of 2023. Go back over some of the highs, there's been plenty, the lows, there's been plenty disappointments best games best goals just have a general sort of run through of what we remember of what's been a pretty mad year at Arsenal got quite a few questions and comments from guys as well who have replied um to the question I put out yesterday for them to get involved in this one so we'll get straight into it mate shall we I mean it has been a pretty mad year when you go back to where Arsenal were on January the 1st 2023 what they had ahead of them at that stage um you know, none of us knew what to expect. We all hope we all hoped it was going to end well. It didn't in the end, but I mean, it's been a pretty mad year. How do you look back on twenty twenty three? I mean, I suppose it's hard not to sort of like have that tinge of regret 
to mm. to it, is there? But because obviously, by the time we get to 2023, I think people are already starting to to hope, to believe. I think the six week World Cup break probably sort of discourage. Dis- actually, wait a minute. My is your is my screen flickering for you as well? No, no, it looks fine to me. Right. We'll just keep the keep this in, won't we? Keep it like live and Christmassy. Just I guess ignore it. Just go for it. Honestly. Ignore it. Apologies if my screen is flickering and I got distracted for that reason. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it starts with that. I think it's hope still then, isn't it? And that mm-hmm. builds to something really special. And I think probably by February, I thought Arsenal were going to win the league. I did never thought it would be easy, but I think Arsenal were good enough. And then, yeah, it. it it sort of goes wrong, but the ride was really, really fun. And, you know, a lot of people out there will sort of complain that we're not bashing Arsenal for not winning a trophy for so long. But like in football, you very rarely have that long to sort of sit and bask in the glory of any particular moment. So I, I think the best thing to do is enjoy the ride. And like, there have been some incredible moments this year. I remember you and I sat, with I think Kaya was there at well as well at Villa Park. I'm uh, gonna stop you there. I'm gonna stop you there. I reckon we'll go over those in a minute. Yeah. We're gonna go don't we'll, go over we'll, too many. We'll but list some of our best nice. memories and sort of nice have a little nice. have a little chapter of that. So before you get into that, let we'll we'll start with that then, shall we? Let's let's start on a high and we will go through some of our we'll go through some of our best memories and um there have been plenty, there have been some amazing moments that we've both shared together in press boxes, not not least the one you're about to talk about. Uh, that you were just mentioning there. So um, let's sort of pick out some of the ones that really sort of stand out from what what we've enjoyed in 2023 so far. I'll let you have Reese. Shall no, I? you carry. You, yeah, you carry on there with the Villa, with Villa one. I think. You're yeah, really I think the Villa I mean, real I, special one. I thought the Villa one was absolutely just the most brilliantly bizarre, bonkers experience. Heightened all the more so for us from our experience because right behind us, as the ball's flying off Jorginho's boot and I thought it was going in and I, I you know I, it's still in my mind I almost remember it as like Jorginho's just hit it top corner you know you, I, I saw I saw him I didn't kind of my my head didn't move quick enough and then there was celebration so I've never really seen Emi Martinez's uh, madness his moment of madness because almost immediately afterwards there is um what might generously be described as uh raised voices um and a degree of aggression behind us it was quite funny at the press box at villa park uh a few weeks ago it was very obvious that they've sat the arsenal analysts at one end of the press box the villa analysts at the other and they are taking no more risks it's just so mad and a, a lot of arsenal and like the thing you kind of said with your rational brain was title winning seasons in February and March, they aren't this crazy. You know, there is a moment where they put a run together, but it just makes it, it makes it all the more fun to to relive those moments, doesn't it? I thought for me that was, and I mean, let's and the fact that as you're leaving Villa Park, you you hear that City have have just drawn or are drawing with Nottingham Forest, mm. and I sort of thought that was the that was the moment where I thought this is happening, and then City do City things, don't they? Yeah, I, I admit I was starting to believe at that point. I think it was very hard to sort of come away from that game and not think that's that happens to title winning sides. And I think the fact that you sort of marry that together that two weeks later you had the Reese Nelson Bournemouth incident as well. And when those sort of things are happening, you're just like, oh, this is 
the stars are aligning here. It's it's a title win at the moment. It's a Makeda for Man United against Aston Villa type thing. Um, it was a really yeah, it was, that's definitely up there in my in my highlights. That that they came off the back of the Man City defeat, and it had been three games in a row without a win. Mm. Go there was two one at half time to Villa, and he thought, oh, here we go, the the collapse is well and truly underway. And then to sort of come back the way they did, and to get those two late goals, and the way they went in was a. Uh, was pretty mad and yeah i just remember that moment in the press box when martinelli was running for, running through <laughs> there was me you and kaya sat next to each other all like punching each other on the legs <laughs> it was about to go in it was very very good so that is incredibly professional it is definitely up there there's no doubt about that and again as uh someone is apollo apello ara i can't pronounce that i'm so terrible honestly i'm like chris kamara when it comes to pronunciations and names <laughs> best moment not an I easy have... one there uh, uh, how, how go on then how do you, how do you pronounce that I'm going to assume that this guy is Cypriot. So we have uh-huh. Apoel as in the club. Apoel Ara, BT5ZH. Far better but, than I me. Mean, come on. Far better than me. What? He's Being gone with Ashton Villa. Says, for the best moment I go for the Villa game, personally, I thought we were going to win the league after that last minute goal. The way they came back, the up and down game, away from home, the quality of the strike, the emotion, see it bouncing off the back of Martinez's head, which was very, very funny. <laughs> and then him going up for the corner and then Emery tearing strips off him afterwards in the in the oh, press God. conference was hilarious as well. Uh, and it just edges it ahead of the Bournemouth game. Uh, I think but, everyone but, forgets that, I mean, like, you know, if I were a Villa fan, I would love Emmy Martinez for all the shithousery, the way he infuriates every other team. But it does make it all the sweeter when it sort of, quite literally in this case, rebounds back off him, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, that was a, it was a very funny moment. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a great moment. I, I mean, Reese against Bournemouth. It's just my favourite. I think my favourite ever Emirates, Emirates moment it was just unbelievable, and. Um, and yeah, it's very few times that I totally lost my call in a press box, as in, you know, lost the professionalism. Nacho's goal, I always remember against Man City in a semi final at Wembley a few years back. I did it. Um, I think it was just such an unexpected goal. It came from nowhere, one nil down, then suddenly Nacho arriving at the back post to, to score. I lost it at that point in the, and I was in the press box in the Man City end as well, which uh, I had to quickly sort of check myself. But the, Nelson's one. I was right behind it and I really struggled. I admit I was on my feet when that went in. It was just <laughs> unbelievable. And the, the scenes afterwards as well, it was just an unbelievable moment. I don't think anyone who was in the ground that day or even watching it around the world, because you've seen those classic videos that Arsenal put out that sort of did a montage of all the social media videos of people watching it in pubs and stuff like that. It was just an amazing moment. And um, another moment that really sort of added to... Uh, the feeling that they could go on. So I think that's up there. I mean, what what else do you got? You got Martinelli's goal against Man City this season. Um, I mean, I, I was just thinking two last minute winners against Manchester United haven't even made the cut yet. Like it's, it's been a dramatic year. I mean, I, I think certainly in terms of, of this year, I think for me that United, that United winner is right up there. And I do wonder if, this this which one, season, which one in Ketia or this season? Oh yeah, one? which one exactly? Declan Rice. Yeah, that, this that season was very... feels like even the last winners, last minute winners feel a little different, a little less mad. Yeah, a little more like Arsenal have just needed their time to grind the opposition down. Um, but you know everything about that game, the way that United were 
would have won if it wasn't for some absolutely br- like at the time I thought it was a fluke. More every day, I think that's brilliant defending by Gabriel to yeah, contort yeah. himself to make Garnacho offside. The Declan Rice volley, the the way that Anana is both unfortunate and also maybe could have done better. That you know that that is a moment that has the feeling right now, and we have to be very careful not to get carried away because there's two other good teams in the title race, but it has the feeling of like a moment, doesn't it? Yeah. I actually enjoyed Jesus's goal more than the Rice goal because in that game, because Jay, you were still sort of celebrating, you know, when you get a double celebration, yeah. you're still celebrating the first goal. Everyone's still like enjoying it. And I was in the crowd. I wasn't in the press box that day. I was in the stands and right next to the away fans. So you're giving it to the away fans. And then suddenly you look up, and Jesus is going through and it was that moment of the sort of the anticipation you hear the noise level go up in the stadium more and more of when who was it was it Vieira made the pass he made the mm-hmm. pass someone made the pass. I was, thought it was, Vieira. was it Vieira made the pass to Jesus mm-hmm. and you hear it, the decibel levels rise a bit and then he does the turn you hear it go even more and then there's just silence of waiting to see if he scores or not and then it was just bedlam after that so I think that was right up there the, the Martinelli goal against City, in terms of what it meant, you know, I think that's a huge moment for Arsenal this season. Even the Community Shield beating them on penalties, mm. the Community Shield again, you know, what that psychologically did for the team was was a huge moment as well. So there was there was a lot. Of, honestly, I think the best performance of the season, the best result of, of, of the year, sorry, was the two 0 win at Newcastle at the end of last I season. Say that. But mm. it was it was there, there's a lot. There's not many games when I go to now in in the press box and stuff, and you just think. God, that was so good. The performance, it was, it was, that was not many teams would have gone on one that, that day. Newcastle were bang on it and the crowd was so intense and so hostile. And they were, and Arsenal went there under so much pressure as well. They basically had to win to keep themselves in the title race. And I thought that was such an impressive performance. And obviously, it was disappointing they went, then went and mucked it all up by losing at Brighton in the next game, losing against Brighton in the next game, which we'll talk about when we come to our disappointments, I'm sure. And, um, so yeah, but I think that was honest. That's right up there with the best result stroke performance of 2023 for me. I mean, I, I I think you are right there, and you have number one. I would actually have very high on my list, and I know there's a bit of recency bias here, but I would have Sunday's display against Brighton because mm. for me, that's the sort of template for like this is why Arsenal can win the title. They a good team just like absolutely battered, hemmed in had no idea what to do to sort of get around Arsenal and play their anything like their football against Arsenal. And, you know, that's that's what would make me hopeful for the six or so months ahead that, that actually, like, this is a team, and like they did against Newcastle as well, a team that can absolutely dominate and really, like, impose themselves on, on teams technically. That Arsenal seems, seemed, in that game, they seemed big, strong, fast better on the ball than one of the best ball playing teams in the league so i think i would have that right up there but but like newcastle is the is the best performance of the year by far yeah i agree with you on that brian game i said it in one of the shows i did today i thought that was up there with one of the best performances during arteta's time at arsenal mm. that was the sort of game that you know for well arteta went home poured himself a glass of red wine and just sat there thinking that was literally what exactly what I want from my team. You know, you could see how happy he was after the game and listen to his comments. He was, that's exactly what he wants from Arsenal, isn't it? Just to not give another side basically a sniff for 90 minutes and just 
the intensity, the pressure, the press, everything about it was apart. Aside from the fact that they should have scored more goals, it was just it was a the stereotypical Mikel Arteta performance there. It was um it was really really good. I mean there were some other other you know really solid performances in it, but yeah, I, I would say those two for me are right out there. And the City game to be fair, to limit City to what they did in that home game, you know, a side like City that was so impressive. You know, granted Arsenal didn't create that much in that game as well, but you you know you're not really going to I imagine against a, a team like City on the best of days. So I thought that was really out there. I think those are probably the three best performances so far. Champions League games as well. I know they're yeah. not like sexy opposition, but like in, in the, the Champions League Arsenal at home, Arsenal scored six, uh, 12 goals and conceded mm. none. Like it's been a good place to be the Emirates this season for the most part this yeah, year. Absolutely. All right. What about disappointments then? I mean, like I said, I mentioned it before the Brighton game, the three nil, it, it doesn't really get much worse than that. I think in terms of the overall, the performance, the mood, the emotion of it all of kind of knowing the title gone. Yes, it went officially against Forest after that, but it was a Brighton game. It was that weekend, that day when Everton, you know, City went and won Everton and then Arsenal got done by Brighton at Emirates. It was just leaving the stadium that day. It was it was just a horrible, horrible day. I, I, there's not really anything else in terms of game stroke results that, that comes close to that, in my, in my opinion, not even the Forest one. I see, I actually do. I find the Forest one harder to to take. I, I think partly because I, I I I knew by then that obviously we 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 all knew by then that the title was gone, but I thought there would be something quite special about like sort of Arsenal like dying on their sword so to speak mm. and taking it to game thirty eight. I mean I can't even remember if that was possible. I think even then they need they would have needed City to drop points. But either way, making sure that that like that they weren't the ones to lose the title that City mm. had to go and, and win it. Um, I thought I, I I found that more disappointing as someone that had chronicled this this season and and several years of Arsenal because it's one of the rare times where I was just like I just think this team deserves much more than it's got out of this um, and you could tell like that game every, everything about Arsenal was just emotionally battered and bruised and yeah their heads had gone they had gone yeah. And it was that's the black kit. The black kit deserved better as well because that was the final. The kit that was the final appearance in the black kit, and that that kit definitely deserved better than to go out like that. I presume your hope for twenty twenty four is a better away kit. Yes, one hundred percent. At the top <laughs> of my, or my, my hope for twenty twenty four is that the away kit gets immediately recalled and we never have to see it ever again. They can come and take the one that my son's got that I'm actually looking at right now in the suitcase <laughs> on my bed that we're taking away on holiday tomorrow. And uh, I should probably actually take that out and leave it here rather than let him wear it. <laughs> my uh, my soon to be born, hopefully by the time this goes out, now born nephew um, has a three to six month old Arsenal kit waiting for him. Can I can I go get it? It's I thought, thought you were about to give us an exclusive there that you were about to be a father, James. I was about to say what? No. That exclusive's not for... Uh, you know I'm not allowed to drop exclusives on this show. I mean, is this not the dinkiest thing you have ever seen? And I'm sure you have seen one before. Look at that! Oh. Very cute. Only That's, set you back uh, about a cool 40, 40 pounds for that. Isn't it? it was 40 pounds. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> I wanted to get the away kit because that was 10 pounds cheaper. Yeah, it made me laugh on Black Friday. They try, they're basically trying to give the away kit away at half price. <laughs> you know, no, one want, no one wants it. No one of a sane mind wants it. Anyway... So yeah, I think I mean those two games. I, I get what you're saying about Forest, but you know I went with that. I, I their heads had gone. You know it was 
everyone knew that the title was out. I think Man City needed a point from the last two games by that point. And Arsenal obviously, mm. then Arsenal lost. So that City got that point in, in that, that one. So it was done and dusted. Uh, the, the, the final game was good. It was a, it was a nice way to end because it could have been miserable after you know, everyone was disappointed. But there was some really, you know, obviously the whole Xhaka scoring twice and getting the send-off that he deserved. And when Arteta took the microphone and the whole stadium just drowned him out by singing his name over and over again, and you could sort of see how emotional Arteta was for it, uh, with it all. You know, it was a nice way to end after such a good season. The fact that they got that send off, there wasn't a sort of a real sort of sense of a damp squid on that final day, which would have been a shame because it had been such an emotional sort of season for everyone. I thought that was a nice that was a nice moment at twenty twenty three. Was that was that um, final game? I've got a um, I've got a question here that I wanted to. Bring up. I think this is the right one. It's from Matt. So if you could go back to a point in the 22-23 and replay that moment with a better outcome, which moment would that be? I would replay the Saka penalty moment, though this time he tucks that away. Who knows how our season would have gone if we didn't throw away three points that day? So what what would you go back to, do you think, if you so, could change the outcome of one moment in in so, I mean, we're, we're talking 2023 because it's the second half of the season. So that's the key point, obviously. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Uh. I assume Matt, I mean, really does want a moment, not a game. And I'm going to hate myself for saying this because I don't, still don't entirely buy the argument that this one moment brought Liverpool kind of back to life at Anfield. But I'd like to be sure, like, I'd like to know how the world would have changed if that Granite Jacker, you know, I can't, I mean, this is the thing, I don't think it's that important. The shove, whatever it was, the foul when Arsenal are 2 up at Anfield. It was on Trent, wasn't it? Yeah. And I don't... I, I mean, I, I think probably Liverpool like raise themselves up, come back from the dead a bit later. And I don't you know, I don't want to get into Granit Xhaka bashing, especially now that he's gone. He did so much good for Arsenal in that season. But I just would like to know, because if Arsenal win the league, if, if Arsenal win at Anfield, like, then I'm certain they go and win the league. Yeah. I actually don't think it's that much. I, I mean, with the obvious exception of the fact that William Saliba's down by then, down and injured. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. that's the other thing I might want to change, but I'll leave that and, and say, yeah, what happens if 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 Arsenal somehow get out of Anfield with three points? Yeah, that's a big moment. I mean, the Saka one's key because I don't think the draw at Anfield's the worst. So if you, if no. you draw at Anfield, then go and win at West Ham the following week. 
then I think those four points from those two games is decent. And then I think you definitely go and beat Southampton in the next game as well. So it, yes, got... That's my thing is if you win at Anfield, I think you win the next two games as yeah. well. And then, but you know, this is this moment, the sack of penalty is two one, you know, this is to go three one up mm. and you basically, that, that kills the game. West Ham don't come back from this. So I think, you know, that, that ball goes the right side of the post Arsenal win that game. And then they, I'm convinced they beat Southampton. You've taken seven points from, from Liverpool, West Ham and Southampton rather than three. I think you're in a hell of a strong position ahead of the game against Manchester City. So I think the Saka one is very hard to ignore if you could change a moment. I go back to Anfield though, and even after all that, a 2-2, Martinelli and Saka on two on one in the very last second yeah. of the game and Martinelli over hits the pass to play Saka in, you know, a, a, make that pass, which was a very simple pass. And send Saka away one on one in the very last moment. You know that. I mean, I I think back to that so much. I think back to it. I can. I can, I'm always going to remember that moment. And uh, so I think that's right up there as well. But um, I think it's really hard to ignore this as just. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if if Arteta doesn't play Saliba in that game, which I don't think he should have done, then it could the whole thing could have been completely different and we we never know if because he actually got this injury he suffered it in the Fulham game Fulham. just before it didn't he so who knows he could have even if he'd been rested on the Thursday night and he'd come back in at the weekend it could have happened at the weekend anyway so we never know if it is just it's all hypothetical of course but I think that was such a huge turning point losing Saliba and then losing Tommy Asu on the back of it within a few minutes against Sporting. That just basically that whole sporting game. <laughs> I would just change, go back to an hour before kickoff on the team sheets going in and just change it completely. I don't care about the result. I don't care about going out Europa League on that mm. night, but I would just change that team selection in an instant if I could. It's real. I think Saliba's absence coupled with Tommy Asu then going down as well was just it was just such a crucial moment in Arsenal season and they just couldn't ever really recover from missing those two players, but especially Saliba at the back. I think the worst thing was it was, it was one of those injuries that for a fair while, it really, and it, 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 you know, you sort of talking to people that know they were like, he, we should see him again. We don't know when, but we should. And you know, like like you say, it probably would have flared. It could have flared up again at some stage, but that night just felt like, oh dear, what has you know has something? Because you knew the Tomiyasu injury was. I mean, almost the minute he went off, you were like, we're not seeing him again this season. And I remember seeing Saliba walk by, and you're like, he looks okay, he looks okay, but is that it's in the back of your mind? It's just like, if he's not you knew it's it's rub holding it's mm. it all due respect to holding it, it just is it just not is not going to be the same you know rub holdings playing i always go every so often that tweet that i did as saliva's going off starts doing the rounds again people like oh. quote tweet it and they're like oh pain this was the moment and it suddenly starts doing the rounds again and it's like it's it's like i think it's like oh wow saliva down now limping off as well this is a desire, something like that. And it's just, I just meant it was so, it was just a, a horrible moment. Watching. Underrated rubbish night from then on as well. Like people forget how um, dispiriting it was to see Aaron Ramsdale get uh, naive mm -hmm. as well. You're just like, wow, this is the worst night possible. That was an unbelievable goal. 
though. I mean, <laughs> you see, you see those lobs from the halfway line or wherever it was, you know, quite a few times. There are very few better than that one. The pace, the trajectory, the way it went in, you know, the only spot it basically could have beaten Ramsdale. It was an unbelievable goal. That was, I mean, that just was not Arsenal's night <laughs> at all, was it? And that's a warning for the Champions League. Everyone thinks Porto are going to be a pushover, so I still can't get sporting out my head from what happened last season. So, yeah, I mean, those were, I think those are definitely the key moments that I think we'd all go back and, and change. It's, you know, it's very hard not to come to the conclusion of Saka penalty. Um, Saliba, you know, yeah, Martinelli's overhit pass, all, all those, all those incidents, and it was a tough one. Okay, let's go slightly better. Uh, bring the sort of light in the mood again. Now let's talk about some of the sort of star performance of 2023 and best signings, that sort of thing. I mean, I start, I still pinch myself at the moment that we're Arsenal have got Declan Rice. He was so good <laughs> against Brighton. <laughs> he was ill. You know, he literally could barely get out of bed by the sounds of it in the build-up to this game, and yet suddenly he just gets thrown onto the pitch because Arsenal got no one else to play, and he produced a performance like that. I mean, I just pinched myself that Arsenal got him at times still. He's just such an impressive player every single week. And uh, so he's right up there in terms of the star performance of 2023. I know he's only been here for half of it, but you go a long way to to find a better performer than that. And then obviously William Saliba, when he's been fit, is just so, so good. Odegaard has just flourished into, it was already a special player, but now he's just just a magical player so you know there's been lots of really standout performers and standout uh additions for arsenal but yeah declan rice just an incredible highlight of 2023 have you seen the meme going around it's the one that's it's a quite popular meme format where it's like thank you for changing my life it's a sort of got a beardy probably looks a bit like me with a top knot beardy guy sort of saying to something thank you for changing my life and it's just it, the, next to it is a picture of Declan Rice saying, "I'm just Declan Rice," because like I, I, it's Arsenal like didn't need a transformative defensive mid or anchoring midfielder, and yet they've got this guy that is just has has just turned them into a complete dominant force. I was doing some stats um, the other day. Conor Gallagher and I think Lewis Cook have. 12 interceptions in the opposition half and that's the the best in the league other than rice the 12 is like amazing declan rice has 16 there are some teams in the premier league that don't have that many that's how like he, he just lets arsenal like lock the opposition into their own third of the pitch he's always there snaffling up loose balls i love the moment against brighton where brighton is sort of trying to man mark him with man mark everyone and so that means billy gilmore's on declan rice and rice gets the ball like in the in the edge, the edge of the attacking third gilmore just sort of comes close to him and rice just wanders off like glides into the penalty area and there's so many minutes where i'm just like so many moments this season i can't believe th- th- there was any skepticism i thought he was going to be great and yet he's still blown by like even my wildest expectations mm-hmm. so yeah i mean he maybe like you say he is the player of 2023 even though he's only played half of it my other sort of shout especially on the sort of signings front there was a moment like in those first few months of the of, after he arrived where it just felt like every pass leandro trussard made was an assist mm. um i mean he has been obviously he's he he was probably never viewed as a core member of the starting 11 and he has his sort of good moments and bad moments but what a brilliant player to get in your squad and what a mm. 
wonderful pickup given the, the circumstances where Arsenal were desperately looking for someone and he carried a huge weight early in that year, especially in that period when Nketiah was off form and, and Jesus wasn't back yet. So I want to give some flowers to Trossard because he's, he's probably not a player we, as, a, as an Arsenal press pack, celebrate quite as much as we ought to. No, he's a great player, Trossard. Like you said, he's such a valuable member of the squad as well, can play in so many different areas and, and he's been a really good, excellent addition. Yeah, no, he definitely deserves his flowers. Trossard, as well as uh, as well as Declan Rice does. Right, I'm going to just go through. We've got a few. I asked some people to sort of send in some of their stuff, so I'll bring a few of these up now. We've got one. We've got John here. He says this season only best game beating Man City in the Community Shield, which I think Ooh. yeah, it was a big, big. Um, it was a big moment psychologically, as we were saying. Just getting that, you could see what it meant to the players after that game, couldn't you? It was a, it was a big moment. Worst game, he's gone Fulham two two. That was but- rubbish. Funniest moment, Martinelli using Ake's head to beat Man City 1-0. Best goal, Jesus against United. Best moment, Rice against Lou. We haven't talked about that. What a game that was. Worst moment. There's a really good one we haven't spoken about. Timber's injury, of course. Absolutely. If you could go back and change anything in this season, certainly in this year, that would be right up there. That uh, you know, that injury not happening. Horrible moment for him, especially, but for Arsenal and Arteta as well, you know, losing a player like that. On the first, on his debut, it's just awful. And then best player, Rice, best signing, Rice. I think that's very, uh, pretty clear cut as well. So, yeah, anything in there surprise you or catch your eye? It's very 2023, 20, 24, isn't this from John? Um, yeah, I he can't believe it. He says at the top this season. Oh, uh, this season only, my bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, that Fulham game is really one that needs to sort of be dropped into the dustbin of history and, and forgotten forever. Well, we'll see if it ends up costing Arsenal at the end of the season. That was proper rubbish but what I liked is sort of for the most part you would say this team has has learned from it um also worst moment throw one in there just if you put your Arsenal hat on the Newcastle goal it's just like even if you know there's no you know VAR didn't do anything wrong whatever it just feels absolutely rubbish doesn't it Mm. and still a shadow over the season both defeats do so far this season because they're just two games that Arsenal shouldn't have lost, and that is frustrating. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, that's that's up there. Um, RK Circles three seven six five says best player twenty twenty three Martin Odegaard definitely deserves a, a big shout. It's been fantastic. Best goal, of course, was Reese Reese Luke Nelson. I didn't know Reese's middle name was Luke. Mm, like did it. not did not know that. Worst games. One Luke Nelson lost sounds like a um, an eighties action hero. <laughs> worst games the 1-0 defeat of Forest the 4-1 drum we haven't even talked about that have we the 4-1 drumming at uh, the Etihad that was a really miserable night we never speak of that yeah worst moments to leave his injury against Sporting Lisbon greetings from Uganda the Pearl of Africa thank you very much for your comment there RK Circles yeah um, Saliba no great surprise there but yeah the 4-1 defeat at City that was that was a bad night I remember rocking up to that night and they had the trophy out on the pitch I forgot my coat first of all I left my coat oh. at home and it was Manchester City, Manchester in, what, April was it? But at night, it's it was still really cold. <laughs> yeah. So that wasn't a good start. And I saw the trophy. It was right there. It was almost within touching distance. And you're just starting to dream of it. Like, can Arsenal, can they go there and surprise everyone and find some form and win? Obviously, the answer was a very definitive <laughs> no. <laughs> and it was like, yeah. It's but... a good, like, great first three or four minutes, wasn't it? It, it was, uh, yeah, it went down. Seven minutes, it was, yeah. 
and then it went. So down. yeah, that was that was definitely a bad night. So uh, so that's a very good shout. I'm just seeing if there's another one here. Sure. Um, no, sorry. Sangi says extra time. Best player of 2023 says can't just pick one. Go Odegaard, Saka, Saliba. Yeah, I mean the three of them are, are certainly right up there. Uh, walk into any starting eleven in the world. Perhaps only De Bruyne and Salah would be the players that maintain their spot ahead of them. Um, yeah, I mean, we have, we've barely even talked about Saka, actually, in the show. We spent some time talking about Odegaard, Saliba, but Saka just, I think we probably, I don't know, is that, do we do we not appreciate him enough now? We're just so used to him doing what he does and doing get producing the numbers that he does at his age. And it, it's almost like we, we kind of, it's just a given now, isn't it, with Bukaya Saka? We don't, maybe we don't give him enough flowers. We, he needs more of them. I take him for granted. I would, I'd definitely admit that because, um, like, I find his season sort of broadly unremarkable, and yet he's pretty much. Well, he must be. He must be kind of not far off an assist or a goal every game, something at that level. You know, he's getting really good output, and I'm like, eh. it's just what I expect from you now, Bakayo. Keep it going. But yeah. um, I mean, I think one of the things that it's maybe from from the outside, sort of people in the wider world, maybe don't understand about what is making this so special for Arsenal is it's not just that you're, you know, competing for titles and, and back to where you feel like you belong, but that, you know, in, as a player, the one that has really got you back to where you you feel like you belong is your academy player born and bred that every team in the world would love to sign off you, but they're not getting, mm. it makes it incredibly special to have, yeah, your star forward be, Hayland through and through. Um, yeah. And he's, you know, he is that he is the, the, the benchmark, the pinnacle, however you want to describe it. He's the person that typifies what's great about this Arsenal team and Arsenal football club. It has to be said. Yeah. Actually, in terms of best moments, those contract renewals for Saliba, Gabriel, uh, uh, Martinelli, Saka, they've got to be right up there as well, because mm. you kind of just know that with those deals that this isn't, going to stop this journey isn't going to stop it's going to continue because so often with Arsenal we've seen decent teams start to be built and then players just move on and and you go back to square one again we kind of know now that that's not going to happen because these players are here and they're here for a, for a long time and that's a so that's a great thing right we're going to start wrapping this up but to sort of end we're going to look ahead to 2024 quickly so we've talked 2023 what is going to happen to Arsenal in 2024 give me your predictions for 2024 we really have to say we are recording this before the liverpool game and i do feel like a lot about what we feel about 2024 can change i think arsenal are going to win the premier league i don't think city are so good that they can haul an arsenal with a five-point lead in that easily and i think I think Arsenal have got something here. They've got a really ex- exceptional defence. Um, they have the the goals are starting to come, and if the players stay fit, they will stay just about the goals. If it's not the Premier League, I could also see it being the Champions League. I I think Arsenal are going to win a big trophy, and if they don't, they will get close enough that it will feel like a another great season, even if in a year's time we're doing a very similar version of this and saying, oh, yeah, what a what a ride. But ultimately, maybe there's 2025. I, I think it's going to happen sooner or later because this team is too good, even with City and Liverpool as its rivals, 
to not win anything. Maybe that's just madness. Maybe this is my, um, uh, what's the guy in love actually holding up the cards going to me, Arsenal, you are perfect. Um, they're not perfect yet, but I think they might be one of the best teams in the world. <laughs> um, imagine having said that, like when even not even when just when Mikel Arteta was appointed, but I meant that three years ago we thought he was a few days away from the sack. Yeah, amazing. Is that, but... is that guy in love actually with the signs not one of the biggest villains in film history? Oh, it's really, I mean, you mean he's in on the doorstep of his best mate's house who's just got married, declaring his undenying love. He'd never spoken but to her either. His wife, silently with cards and telling his wife to keep quiet. And I, I just, whenever I see that, I just think he's, that's like he's the biggest scumbag in film history. Surely he's right <laughs> up there. He's like, you got well, and yet he's not the, he's not the biggest Vader scumbag or the emperor guy from love, actually. It's like, I, I don't quite know how to, how to balance him out. <sighs> He's really? not the biggest scumbag in that film either. You, no, Hugh really Grant, bad. Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, and we've had some bad ones since Hugh Grant, calls his a member of his staff fat. I immediately, I'm you know that's a recall petition in his constituency. Then abuses his power to to shack up with her, whilst at the same time alienating Britain's historic ally in the in the United Kingdom, uh, the United States. You know, I mean, that that Prime Minister makes Boris Johnson look competent and reliable. No one makes Boris Johnson look Not competent quite, and reliable. Yeah. Um, okay, going back to 2024, my predictions, I think you're right. I think, and obviously there's lots of things that can change in this time, but I think Arsenal win a trophy this season, a major trophy. I don't know whether it'll be the Premier League. I don't know whether it'll be Champions League. I think it's more likely to be the Premier League. But I, I kind of caveat that. If, if Declan Rice and William Saliba stay fit, and play the majority, if not all, of the games reigning this season, then Arsenal win the title. Mm. Or they, yeah, I think Arsenal win the title. But I think it's so those two players are so absolutely crucial. If Arsenal lose Declan Rice for two months, if Arsenal lose Saliba for two months, I think they'll struggle. Um, but you know, I, I hope they don't lose those players. And I, I agree. I think twenty twenty four is going to be a, a really amazing year for Arsenal. I think this team is good enough to win one of the two big trophies this season. I've seen nothing to suggest that they're not. I think they'll score enough goals, even though that is maybe the one thing at the moment. I think they will score enough goals. They share it around enough. I think defensively, they're so, so good. I'm intrigued to see what happens at Anfield in a few days' time. And again, of course, we're recording this after Anfield. If Arsenal have just been battered 5-0, then we're going to look really, really stupid. But I, I'm, I'm intrigued to see how Arsenal cope with that and handle that and what kind of performance they put in at Anfield. But even if they lose at Liverpool, I don't think that means Arsenal are going to... There's going to be lots of points dropped this season. Everyone's going to drop points. We're seeing it already and nothing's... I don't see that changing in 2024. I think teams are just going to take points off each other. And I think Arsenal are going to be the best of the lot. I really do. I think they've got the they've got the tools to do it. So I'm I'm ending on a positive note as well. So there it's you go. Embarrassing when we look back in a year. I know when Arsenal finished fifth. points clearer, Arsenal. They go out to Porto and finish fifth in the Premier League. <laughs> but it's football. You never know anything can happen. But anyway, look, mate, fantastic. Thank you very much for that. And thank you very much to everyone who's been watching and supporting Inside Arsenal Extra Time since we started it in the summer. We're coming to the end of our first calendar year of this show. And uh, we will promise to continue doing this throughout 2024 when hopefully we, uh, as myself and James just predicted, end the season on a really positive note. I hope you all have a fantastic Christmas, everyone, wherever you're watching this or listening to this around the world. I hope you're having a great time with your families and you're enjoying yourself. And uh, we'll be back 
in the new year to go over it all over again. Thank you very much, James, for joining me. Yeah, Have thank you very much. Uh, see you all at the title parade in May. <laughs> what a way to end. Take it easy, mate. See you soon. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.